Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week, Dana Airman and I watched season four, episode nine of Unexpected. You can follow Dana on Twitter and Instagram at airhead. That's E-H-R underscore head. You can follow us on Twitter at T-O underscore pod and Instagram at welcome to reality M-K-E. And check out Dana's new podcast with friend and fellow comedian Greg Bach called The Depressed Box. Follow us and subscribe and rate wherever you get your podcasts. And now onto the show. Welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason here again with my buddy Dana Airman. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> nice to have you again. It, it's a it's a sunny Sunday. What about that weather? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> it is quite sunny out. Um, but I'll tell you, colder than it looks. Colder than oh, it looks. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that wind. <laughs> Uh, just high level of small talk we have you and me that was electrifying (laughs) well for this week we're we're back we're back to my my true love tlc programming Mm -hmm. (laughs) we watched season four episode nine of unexpected and and um yes episode nine how many episodes would be in a season? Oh boy, uh, that is a great question. I don't know. Okay, well, just because you had mentioned something, I don't need to know exactly, but that yeah. nearing the end of it. I would assume we're getting close to the end of it. Um, this is, I mean, it's hard. To, I don't remember because I think this is definitely a show that I that I have. I typically kind of binge like I it's not an every weeker for me um not that I don't like it I do like it but it's just that is what it is you know some you got I can't watch everything in real time you know absolutely (laughs) but gosh you try I do I do (laughs) Um, unexpected yeah what did you think Uh, just off the top Mm, off the top I mean Excuse me. I mean, it's very compelling, I feel. Mm. You know, you've got these young people who, I mean, goodness, they're, they're dealing with things that me as a 28-year-old yeah. are, like, far above my pay grade. You know, like, yeah. dealing with such serious stuff um, at such a young age, and uh, it was... It, it, um, there was, again, there was more of a gravity there, um, just like Last Chance You than like other shows that we watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, again, I do love this show and I, but I've, I've like been hesitant to do it on our podcast because, so just, it's basically, it's just, uh, four, four different stories of teenage pregnancy, basically. And the seasons are, um, some some folks were on for a couple seasons, some went in and out, some are brand new this season, so it's kind of like a rotating cast. But there, I was kind of like hesitant because, one, I don't, they're, they're children. I mean, like, it's hard to like, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to like, I don't want it to come off as like, uh, uh, like making fun of a serious situation that a, a young teenager is in. and also like sometimes they're assholes but like the thing about it is is like who who amongst us was not an asshole as a teenager and it and Uh, so (laughs) it feels a little weird to be like oh this this person is being ridiculous but like god help me if you filmed me when i was 17 and i didn't have a like a baby at 17 so like when you put it that way it's like i would be way more awful (laughs) um than they are you're right like I wouldn't need to be pregnant to be a hugely shitty teenager (laughs) I yeah 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 and so (laughs) 
(laughs) But like also this show, like one of the things that I think is lovely is it also like showcases some kids that I'm like, oh my God, this person is so sweet and so thoughtful and like getting their stuff together at like a T as like a teenager is like, I can't, I don't even want to know what I, (laughs) the edit I would get, I'd be... Well, and and I did think a lot while I was watching, you know, I was excited for this conversation because here we are two people, like, you're a mom and I'm not. So, like, that also has to, like, give a different perspective, too. Like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I haven't had these experiences. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was telling, I was telling Ryan after watching it, I was like, there's so many points where you, like, you hear someone, like, for example, there was a scene where there was, we'll get to each couple or whatever, but they were packing their diaper bag for the hospital, and um, so it was um, Aiden and, oh gosh, I'm forgetting her name. I know, I'm bad with Jenna, Jenna, Uh, and she said, I don't think we need diapers, and it's just, it's not that I knew more about having a child before I had a child because I was also like, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a child as a teenager, but I still had no clue what to expect and what, you know, but yeah. like it made me laugh so much because I was like, what, what are you going to do with a baby without a diaper? Like, I was, I was very puzzled just by the notion of like, we won't need them. Right. Like the hospital will provide you with some, but like. It seems like the the basics for a baby are right. diapers and clothes. It can't go wrong. Right. But at the same time, I get it. Like, she's just, she doesn't know. Like, and I was 29 and I, there's, I'm sure I said just as dumb of stuff when I was 29 before I had a baby. So it's, but it's, it was very funny that she was like, and I think Aiden just was like, it's a diaper bag. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's a diaper bag. Yeah. Oh, that exchange was pretty great. Yeah. But yeah, just the thought of like diapers in a diaper bag couldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like you're not going to need them. I mean. Right. Like once that baby comes out, as far as I know, they can just poop at any time. Oh, and they do. And, and they, I'll tell you, five is not enough. But it's see, a start. <laughs> here's something I have no idea. Yeah, like how many diapers does a baby go through a day? An infant goes through a ton because they're just like pooping nonstop. See, that's crazy. Like I had no idea. The thing yeah. is, like, I, I don't have younger siblings or younger cousins. I never babysat. Like I truly have zero idea so in a day a newborn goes through a lot yeah Uh, but uh, again I would not have known that prior to having children it's weird because you think it would be a few and you move up to a lot but it's actually the other way around yeah see news to me yeah yeah to me they can't hold it (laughs) god why don't newborns have any discipline yeah I often say human babies are the worst babies because like you see a giraffe that's out there walking around in like you know five minutes yeah yeah Yeah. human babies like my kids couldn't live on their own now oh no (laughs) and they shouldn't (laughs) and I won't let them (laughs) nope that's just a a societal no-no they can't I mean I think my son he's my older son is six he's like just getting to the point where he could make a a food item for himself certainly not one that you heat up but I'm still not really there (laughs) they gave me this apartment (laughs) yeah kind of the same that's why I married Ryan because he's a very good cook yeah, I was watching the Insta stories. He's making uh, some fancy today. Yeah, yeah, pozole. I have not. I I tried it, but I I'm saving, saving it for later for myself. Sure. <laughs> um, why don't we go through like couple by couple? But I wanted to say one thing that makes me laugh every time on this episode or on this show. 
Did you notice the songs when they like switch to like different couples? Um, I guess not because nothing's really coming to mind. Okay, so they do that thing that they do on like Real Housewives and stuff where they have like a title sequence for like, you know, as they switch to the different stories. But it makes me laugh every time because um, so for for Mirka and uh, Ethan it's like a like a Spanish sounding like it's in Spanish but I don't know like what if it's like actually Spanish music but like then for um, Jenna it sounds like a very um, like almost Taylor Swifty type song and I think for Tyra and Alex it's like um, I didn't I like forgot to write down the individual ones but I think it's like more of like a rap sounding song or like a country rap sounding song so it's like they, <laughs> it makes me laugh so much because it's just like okay here's the Latin couple now I know in case you forgot oh good <laughs> uh, so keep an eye out for that if you watch it again but okay um who do you want to start with you pick um I help me out with the names but like I think the first couple that we see was it Lawrence yep Lily and Lawrence Lily and Lawrence love alliteration yeah oh yeah I feel good about that <laughs> So Lily and Lawrence, Lily has a young girl Mm -hmm. and um, she's with Lawrence and she wants to do like a nice big baby shower, um, but it's complicated with COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, Although I still felt like they had too many people there, but. Right. I was like, what did you want? (laughs) This was like the muted version. Yeah, although this was, this is probably, I'm guessing it was last summer, so maybe it was like, I don't remember where they, they are located. Maybe they just didn't, I think they're in New York or something, aren't they? Yeah, I thought like, yeah. So maybe I can't make an excuse for them. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe they're like in a spot that wasn't fully hit, but whatever. Lily and Lawrence, we tried. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and so the main thing we kind of see is um the setup of the of the shower yeah and how that goes (laughs) and lily lily wants this shower bad and so she's got very particular ideas of how everything should be yeah which is strange because typically you don't have a shower for a second child but i understand her her what she said was she wanted it perfect for Lawrence because this is his first child. Yeah, so that um, made sense and that was cute. Yeah, because I could see his family wanting to do a shower as as well because it's it's his first child and um, she actually was on the show during her pregnancy for the first child and then was off I think for a year and then came back because she's pregnant again. So okay, yeah. Um. And yeah, what do you think of them like as a couple? Um <laughs> I'm going to be a little harder on her because she she has a child already, so I feel like she kind of should know, but I also want to say that there is no way to criticize a pregnant woman in the summertime. Because it's hot <laughs> and it's miserable <laughs> and you're uncomfortable and like I I yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say she she was a little harsh with him, I think, but in the sense that like she she has a child, so she kind of knows and she I think like she needs to remember maybe that this is all new for him. Um yeah. But I don't know. She snapped on him a lot. <laughs> but again, it was hot. <laughs> that's well. That's kind of the sense I got. Is like, yeah, they they bicker a little bit in trying to set up this shower. But I don't know. In in one of those ways where you can give the benefit of the doubt, like it's summer and she's pregnant. She also wants it to be so perfect. Yeah. And like it was like a the kind of bickering where you're like you kids will be all right like 
we're just annoyed with each other but yeah it's okay well Um, also i i think in all of these cases um being a teenager and being in a relationship is you know it's hard you you kind of are learning each other you're learning and and then they're adding like this huge stressor to it i mean i don't know a single couple who didn't bicker when they were having a child so to be like a teenager and that like there i just there's no way around that there's going to be some bickering so it's just a matter of like how they process through it i guess (laughs) like not to be like a dr phil but you yeah you don't need to be pregnant to like bicker yeah with who you're in a relationship with i don't know how relationships work (laughs) and and they're so they got a lot on their plate but i think maybe my favorite part of the whole show is yeah so you got lawrence's family um is at the shower and um it's really cute because like his mom i think sandy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you know is just really wanting to be a part of everything and here you got lawrence who's about to maybe be like stepdad to lily's first child Mm -hmm. and so like sandy wants that relationship too and they're sitting there in the interview together and Sandy's just like love love that little Leah and he's like oh Leah like <laughs> she she loves this kid even though she does not know what the name is <laughs> he's like she's just a little prince and he's like princess like <laughs> first of all grandma Sandy is what they were calling her uh, she stole the show as far as I'm concerned because yeah. I definitely wanted to talk about that interview scene it was so funny and so sweet and she was so excited and like Lawrence had the look of like ju- just like no one can embarrass you like your parents can <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> and he was just like oh my god and then he corrects her twice and she just goes don't correct me <laughs> don't correct me he laughs a lot like yes yes guys how very serious like don't correct me was <laughs> yeah yeah but she seems so sweet and lovely and she i thought it was really sweet of her to give um Aaliyah a present as well oh my god that because was, it was so sweet yeah. <laughs> sorry but yeah she just needs to uh needs to put those syllables together get that full name and then we're gonna be in business it was like a very funny like something like i could see my parents doing just consistently saying the wrong name and being and me being just frustrated by like you know the name (laughs) I mean that's me and my mom we watch Bucks games together and uh I'm constantly being like no it's Thanasis it's not Thanis it doesn't rhyme with Giannis but she's just like Giannis and Thanis so yeah (laughs) It would so easily happen. Well, um, my parents, they're not they're not necessarily Bucks fans because they're from Illinois, but I think my mom still says Giannis like that. And so we're, we're you know, that's just how it goes. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I thought that was really great. This whole show though is amazing for reaction shots of people who are sitting next to someone on the yeah. internet couch yes like that other person will say something and then you'll just get a cut of only that other person who's like (laughs) or something like just giving a giving a facial expression that is like oh we're gonna talk about this later yeah (laughs) (laughs) totally good point because they do that shot where the person is like like very frequently on this show and that's actually pretty unique it's very rare that you get multiple people in a interview like every once in a while on on housewives they'll do sometimes they'll do like a kid or something that was there but yeah yeah i do like that (laughs) 
no, like you can tell a lot of things are said and then that facial expression lets you know that if the cameras weren't there, uh, it would turn into something else right away. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's also It's also like really weird because I think like it seems like they do the interviews pretty close to the filming um because like if housewives they film the show and then they go in and do interviews but this show i think just based on the fact that there's a pregnant person who it would be very obvious (laughs) um they they must do them fairly close to the action which actually adds to the like drama of the interview oh yeah because they're still feeling it they haven't had any time to resolve Mm -hmm. those things they're talking about (laughs) yeah some tension yeah um i also really like there was one point where lawrence said something to the effect of he's very excited about the baby shower because he's gonna get a lot of free stuff and lily was like (gasps) You can, which is funny because that is what a baby shower is, right? Babies are, they need a lot of stuff and they're expensive and like it's your friends and family coming to support you. But yeah. him just like outright saying it, she was so like mortified immediately and he was just kind of like nonchalant about it, which I thought was very funny and very yeah. like teenage guy-ish, you know. And yeah, she was like, no, it's about like the celebration and family and love. And he's like, yeah, that too. Like, <laughs> but free stuff. And you know what? I felt that. Yeah. I love free stuff. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, geez. But yeah, it, I don't think you could possibly, I mean, out the average person probably couldn't afford all the stuff you need for a baby yeah. in that moment because there's like cribs and car seats and strollers and all that stuff is so crazy pricey. But I'll let me give you. This is a good tip. I'm a, I'm about to give you a mom tip. Okay. If you're going to have a child or you're buying for someone else, don't you don't need to. If you're going to have a child, don't buy any socks. No nope. socks needed. No socks. Needed. Everybody buys you socks because they're so cute and little. You'll get like a million of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. That's a hot tip. Yeah. So when I go to a baby shower, I usually buy them like six month old clothes because everybody loves buying the cute little baby, like tiny stuff. Yeah. And if you have a child like my second child, uh, some of that infant stuff did never, never did fit. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that makes sense too, where it's like, yeah, the cutest stuff is like the smallest. And so when they hit six months, it's kind of like, well, what have we left? Yeah. No one thought of that. Just get rid of them at that point. <laughs> it's fine. <They're laughs> Other animal babies, they're on their own by six months. Are you kidding me? Honestly, they're so needy. I know. Gross. <laughs> Do you have anything else for those two? Or? Well, you know, it kind of, I think the ending is... Um, you know, Grandma Sandy says to oh yes, Florence, like, you know, you've got Aaliyah and then you've got um, this new baby coming and, you know, you should probably get married before that baby is born. And he really thinks about it and it mm-hmm. seems as though that is the direction he's going. Yep. Um, is to ask Lily to marry him. So, but she, Grandma Sandy also made a big point about asking permission of her parents. <sighs> <laughs> that was a heavy sigh. <laughs> I, I, it's fucking weird that that's a thing in our culture, but I also, respect like her trying to put her son in the best possible position of saying if that's important to them it's probably the thing that you should do yeah um and it seemed like she was like on board with it but just like as a as a thing can we all agree it's weird oh yeah (laughs) i mean it's gross yeah 
But like, I get it. Like, if her parents feel a certain way. Well, it's so ingrained, right? That, like, you really mm-hmm. have to take a step back and think of it for what it is before you realize, like, how weird it is. It's yeah. so ingrained, though, that, yeah, some people find it very important. But it's just, like, only one person's permission is of the utmost importance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I'm I'm rooting for them. I think that some people get married very young and they're fine and it's great yeah some, sometimes you don't and that's fine too yeah i i'm rooting for them i i like them i feel like there could be something here all right we're rooting for you <laughs> yep so um, next Next, uh, well, we can just go in the order they kind of showed them on the show. I think the next group was Ty- Tyra and Alex, who also, um, they, they already had their child on a previous season, so they, they are following them as young parents, and Layla was their child who was turning one, I think was sort of the, their through line this episode. Okay, now I think a little background would be helpful, because... I seem to piece together that Tyra is away at college, like Mm -hmm. two hours away. Yep. So Tyra is living on campus. She, so she's two hours away. So she comes home on the weekends, but she's also a cheerleader. So she is pretty crazy busy. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's like easy to make her out to be, the quote-unquote bad guy in this situation because like even there was an older episode where her sister was like I think you made like it's kind of a bad I think she like called her a bitch or something but she was like for leaving and 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 moving two hours away and not being the the sole caretaker of her child but I would say two things one if if a if a man did that no one would bat an eye they'd be like he's bettering himself he's trying to like support his family Mm-hmm. And two, uh, it's not like she's like the child doesn't have um, someone. It's not like she left it with her parents or. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, I do. I think like there were other ways for her to get a degree, probably, but I don't know. This no, may be I the best way for her. <laughs> yeah. Who's to say? Um, and And I mean, I can only assume. Maybe not, because I haven't watched all the show, but I can only assume, you know, that's a decision that all parties were uh, made aware of and kind of agreed on. Mm-hmm. Not to say it's not going to be difficult as hell, but, you right. know, it's something that, like, you know, Tyra and Alex were like, yeah, this is a situation we're going to try to make work. But gosh, talk about situations that are difficult, even if you're not a teenager, Mm -hmm. and even if you aren't pregnant, like a long distance relationship like that, and then you're like all this stress on, like that's heavy. Yeah, like plenty of people date in high school, then go to college and break up. It's kind right. of like a rite of passage, right? Like, <laughs> but they don't have that luxury. I mean, they certainly can break up, but they don't have the luxury of like breaking up and never seeing each other again. You know, like yeah. there is so much more in there. Um, but I also understand, like, I kind of, it's so hard because they're basically arguing over Alex feels like she's coming in and like, being like oh I know how to do everything I'm the mom what I say goes and he's like but I'm the main caretaker I know what to do and I mm-hmm. I assume and she didn't really say this but I assume that like when she comes back there is like a level of guilt and a level of like totally. I need to like show my my standing and so it's like it is such a complex issue that two teenagers are trying to navigate and it's so right. like both of them are right and both of them are wrong and it's like it's like they need some like couples therapy so much but like (laughs) exactly like she yeah she must come in and be like I've got to take it up a notch uh just to feel like I 
have the role like with her that I want to have and yeah and I get him being like well we have our routine like we know what we're doing and then you kind of come back and like the the bow in the hair um, <laughs> is you know I don't mean to make light of how it's representative of this larger issue mm-hmm. but um by itself it's sort of funny because Tyra wants a bow in Layla's hair and Alex is like not gonna work she doesn't like it <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they're they're just trying to figure that out can I tell you when so yeah so she was trying to put a bow in her hair and she just it was not she was not having it but then Layla nope that's the daughter's name Tyra and Alex's mom went to set up at the party and they were like we're gonna put her down for a quick nap before the party when they walked into that party the I I let I honestly gasped and said there's no bow <laughs> <laughs> like I felt that like I was just like oh she's gonna be mad <laughs> oh, yeah and right away you know it was like the first thing yeah. we gotta get a bow in that hair <laughs> we got to get a bow in that hair which is funny because I also like a totally agree with Alex. Like when you have when you're getting a child up from a nap and trying to get them dressed and and in the car and going somewhere, it is so stressful. And like if I was I felt the anchor I would have felt if she showed up without that bow. But I also felt the other way where I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like it's it took me so long to get here." Yeah, like <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's so complex. I I get it all. Oh gosh. Struggling. They're struggling. I did like though that they all had um they all had like matching not matching shirts, but they were all themed with the butterflies and or the bumblebees. And I think his said like I'm the father and there was like a grandma one and like that was really funny to me. (laughs) Oh, and okay, thinking of the bumblebee theme, um the cake. We got to talk about the cake because there's like a larger cake for people to actually like eat. And then there's this smaller cake Mm -hmm. where it's like specifically for Layla to play with. And specifically it was said, hopefully like get on her face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen. So was it uh, Tyra who specifically like kind of put the cake in her face to make it happen? I think it was Tyra's mom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and baby did not like that. And Alex was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And just like picks her up and gets her out of there. And they talk about it later. Mm -hmm. What did you think though, when Alex specifically is like, you traumatized her? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go back a little bit because I think it is like, it's pretty common to have a smash cake, which is like, for the baby so that you people don't have to eat the cake that like a child shoved their hands into yeah. um <laughs> but when <laughs> when she hit her with that cake <laughs> I was like, a one-year-old <laughs> it was so extreme <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I was like oh no i know it was it was uh stronger than i would have <laughs> done it perhaps they wanted it so bad yeah yeah um but no it's a one-year-old she's not traumatized from the cake like it's fine like one-year-olds smash their face on things constantly like especially when they are because that's around the time where most kids start pulling themselves up and starting to walk so like they're just constantly smashing their face into things it's like all they do so I'm sure she's fine yeah um but I did like that move where he swooped in and just grabbed her I was like that is like angry dad he was like get your hands off my baby <laughs> like <laughs> with with everyone around I was uncomfortable just wondering like where where they went from there but yeah the the traumatic part I was like okay you're mad but like let's not go overboard (laughs) yeah and I also think like when he in their interview he was he kept saying like she had an awful time at her birthday she's a baby she was fine she like no what the one year birthday parties are for the parents babies don't remember right yeah like exactly 
but <laughs> I, so it seemed like uh like kind of rude to keep telling Tyra like she but again, I do agree that that was a forceful cake to the face for, <laughs> for a one-year-old. You've got uh, that, and I mean, the last piece of it is, I don't know, at the beginning, mm-hmm. I don't know if they were foreshadowing or if they were talking about something that already happened, but it seemed like Tyra was kind of like... um saying she liked I don't know how to say this I don't mean to like misrepresent it but like she's worried about Alex spending time with other girls and it seemed like he might be worried she's spending time with other guys so then you got that piece of it yeah the the piece where so he was texting someone at the party and saying like maybe we could meet up later and then when she asked who he was texting he was like no but he don't worry about it but like her implications that he may not be or that he may be whatever level of unfaithful like even if it, whatever um i i truly felt like it came out of left field like i was just like wait when did this be i mean i think anytime you have a long distance relationship like that's a you that trust is going to be part of it right like but it really felt like it came out of left field to me but maybe i'm ooh but i it was such a cringy thing that one that she asks during the party like who was that cuz yeah. on the one hand it's like so you want to have this conversation now right and then on the other hand like he says like nobody don't worry about it and it's like, what do you think is going to come of that answer? Yeah, that's a weird answer to give. Yeah. Whether he doesn't actually doesn't want to tell her or is just trying to, like, make a point that, like, this is my business, not yours, which is going to make her more sus- suspect. But, again, it's so hard because they're, like, 19 and they're just, like, it's so normal it's just like it everything seems more intense when it's when you know like you have to deal with this person for the rest of your life yeah i mean well, sorry i didn't mean to cut no, you off. i was just gonna say it's just it's so hard and like i'm i'm rooting for them i just don't feel very good about it yeah and it's so easy to be to be on the side of like oh, well, if you break up, it's not that, like, it's not the end of the world. You guys were teenage, you know, but it's so, one, it is their world right now, so it is important to them. But two, there is, like, again, there's lifelong implications of breaking up, and, like, if you would hope you could be civil for the rest of the time that you have to be, but, I mean, they're teenagers. (laughs) Plenty of adults have problems Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, and I, well, so just as a back note, the fight that they got into was when Tyra was at school, he called, so he lives with his grandmother, and his mother has had some, I think, I think, I don't want to say because I can't remember, just some troubles and stuff, so he's lived with his, like, his grandma raised him, but she's there in and out, um, and she was, the mom was living there and brought a boyfriend to live at the house as well. And so Tyra was like, I don't know this person. You barely know this person. I don't want this uh, man living in the house with my child, which totally on board with. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds but, very reasonable. But his argument was like, I agree. We, I talked to my mom about it. It took a little bit of time for her to find somewhere for him to go. You have to trust that I'm taking care of our daughter. And she, she kind of was like, well, I don't because you let, you didn't, he moved in and you didn't say anything. So again, it's that, it's that bigger piece of like, I'm the, the main child care. You have to trust me and her being like, but I'm also the mom. And I feel like that was a bad situation. And mm, I'm just, yeah, it's just distressing. Cause I, I want good things for them, but yeah, some difficult stuff. And he's so sweet. And, and like, I mean, not for nothing, in most of these teen shows, the teenage boy kind of, like, you know, 
goodbye. Like they're not around. So like he's actually like taking care of his child. I know that it's like pat someone on the back for doing the bear, you know, like what they should do, but he's doing the work, you know? Yeah. Well, we're also rooting for you. What if we get to someone we're not rooting for? <laughs> well, let's keep going. And let's see. <laughs> uh, the next one is Mirka and Ethan. Oh, no, I'm totally rooting for them. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, so backstory quick. Mirka's mom absolutely kicked her out of the house because she refused to have an abortion. She said, nope, sorry. You, I don't know if you saw the next time on. They showed a couple of clips of her being like, no, I'm not excited. I never was. She consistently said that through the whole thing. So Ethan's parents took in Mirka and they um, are living together and her, his parents are so sweet and he is so sweet and like caring, but God help her because she's been giving birth for like the last three episodes. So, <laughs> Oh man. And I don't, I mean, because it's a reality show, you know, I felt like I was getting, like, one of the most, like, real looks at birth that I've ever seen, because just, like, how long it is, yeah. and how painful, um, so that, that was alarming to me, <laughs> it was, um, it was a lot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, and poor Mirka and Ethan, because they be, they're giving birth during a pandemic, so she could only bring in one person, um, and so Ethan is in there, and it's like, teenage boy, I mean, doing a great job and doing the best he could, but like, again, nobody knows what they're doing the first time they give birth, like. Right, and they both acknowledge, like, <laughs> she would even say, like, I'm so glad he's here, but he doesn't know what's going on, yeah. like. And it's so true. But yeah, like just, just that he was there and being sweet and like, um, you know, whether it was just like holding her hand or like being like, she needs the epidural. Um, it was all just really nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. I will say like one of the things that, that made me laugh was, um, Mirka was like in her interview said something to the effect of like, yeah, when I first went into labor and I was going into the hospital, I, I was like, I'm super woman. I can handle this. And then real like contractions happen. And like, that is probably the most like honest thing because you, you're always like, oh, this isn't too bad. And then you're like an hour later. It's like, what? <laughs> this like, is so like, oh, this is what people talk about. Like, because <laughs> you're like, I can handle it. Then you're just like, oh no <laughs> no I cannot yeah I mean what and I and I feel like there's just nothing anyone could accurately say to help me understand like how bad that feels since I don't know yeah yeah I mean <laughs> it always sounds so like assholey though to be like yeah, it's pretty much the worst pain of, of your life and you'll never understand unless you have it. But like, that's it. I'll just say this, like, you know, when you go to the doctor and they're like, what's your pain? Like one to 10, like describe it. Not like after giving birth, I'm just like, I don't even know what that scale means anymore because at this point, everything's like two. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Hats I off. love that. Sorry, go ahead. Hats off to you. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of pain i love the epidural doctor who came in and he was talking to her about about getting an epidural and she had wanted to be to not do an epidural and then decided to have one mm -hmm. and the doctor the epidural doctor said something to the effect of like um yeah i mean it's like pulling teeth without anesthetic we can do it but what's the point and i was like oh what a good doctor to make her feel like she's making the right decision and like you know because she had changed her mind when she wanted to whether or not to get it and um yeah just like, was a good doctor. like there's no question like that what you're doing is fine like it's what it's for yeah but um that's always such a trope in tv and movies like the woman who says she's not gonna get it and then gets it um and but i mean it's like that because it speaks to how painful it is <laughs> um 
just a, a personal anecdote. Um, I, the first, my first child, I didn't have an epidural. And then the second one, I was like, I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm getting an epidural. And he came so fast. I could not get an epidural. And at one point I looked at the nurse and I was just like, you're not going to help me. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> which reminds me of uh in like Mirka was talking um so most of it was her just giving birth so there wasn't a lot going on but she was talking about when she got the epidural uh how she was like and boogers were just streaming out of my nose and the nurse was so nice to wipe up and I was one I was like yeah the nurse is like the greatest human being on the planet to you when you're giving birth um but I was like yeah, nurses are awesome, but it was like so funny because she's just like just boogers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me. If there is one thing that underscored like how sweet the relationship is, is like she goes right from like crying out to being like, "Oh, I'm farting, I'm farting, I'm farting," and he's like, "You can fart, it's fine." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I when she, <laughs> she really was concerned about how much farting she was doing. <laughs> and he was just like, "You go, you do it." Yes, he was he was he did a great job. I thought he was so sweet and when they finally had their baby, they both it was just adorable and cute and you know what? I'm rooting for them. <laughs> you know what? Gosh darn it, I want these kids to make it. I am rooting for them. Yeah, so sweet. Oh, my God. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say. Um, when she was getting her epidural, sorry, I was just looking at my notes. When she was getting her epidural, the, the, um, the doctor was like, okay, this is, this is just the worst part, so don't worry about it. It's just like a bee sting. And I didn't have an epidural, but on my first pregnancy, when they're putting in your, um, your IV, my, the nurse was like, okay, it's just going to be like a bee sting. And I was like, well, I wasn't scared, but now I am scared because bee stings really hurt. That's a good point. Like that's relative to, to different people, like how they react. Yeah. I bet that would make some people, what if you're like, but I'm allergic, even though it has nothing to do with it. Like that could make you think like, no, this is something I want. I know. I I was like very concerned when they said it was going to be like a bee sting. Little did I know. I mean, that's like. Um, but yeah, I haven't <laughs> been stung by a bee since I was like six years old. So I would probably be like, "How bad is that? I don't remember." Like, <laughs> you know, it's just it causes unnecessary <laughs> stress. <laughs> yeah. So just a heads up, nurses, doctors. Just say like a little pinch. Don't say a bee sting. It scares me. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to the last couple, which is Jenna and Aiden. What are your thoughts? Oh, um, well, here, I'm just trying to. So I don't have the backstory, but it seems like Jenna and her mom can fight and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Maybe something's going on with their relationship. But at the but they know at the end of the day, like, you're my mom, you're my daughter, like, and, and that's really important. But then you've got Aiden on the side being like, nah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so a little bit of the backstory is that uh, Jenna's dad, uh, basically has taken care of her her whole life like after she was born the mom was like really kind of in and out I don't know that there's a reason necessarily or at least they didn't really go into it um but he like really is just like not a fan of hers and she just sort of like shows up they get into arguments leaves whatever okay I'm sure there's ages of baggage to that 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 whatever but Right now, Jenna and Aiden are living at her dad's house, and Aiden has a relationship with his parents and stuff, but just, like, to be for helping and getting stuff ready and all that, he's been living with her dad. And I think Aiden's, like, point is your dad is helping us. He's providing us with a place to live. He's, like, providing us with money. Like, he's 
been supporting you your whole life. He's supporting us. He's helping both of us. Why would you give that up for your mom who you fight with constantly? Um, And like her mom was like encouraging her to move out, which seems like a terrible choice for a teenager. Like if they have stable housing, live in it. Like, yeah, like let's not shake it up for the sake of shaking it up. Well, see, this context really helps. Because I'll say that, like, without the context and not really understanding, like, the situation, I didn't love, like, Aiden's attitude and, like, the way that he comes off. Yeah. Not a fan, but, like, now I know more of, like, where he's coming from. But But at the same time, like, he could be a little a little less clunky about the way he says those sorts of things and like because the the fact of the matter is she probably never will totally cut her mom out of her life like oh and she says that and the fact that he seems to think of it like that it will come to a head with an ultimatum is um not great yeah I I will say that Jenna <laughs> Jenna gets probably the worst at it on the show because she is just very <laughs> like she's very I don't want to I'm gonna say she's kind of selfish but again she's a te- basically everything that is like annoying about teenage girls and something all of the things that I was is Jenna and like it's just it's so easy to be like she's such a brat she needs to get her stuff together because she's about to have a baby. It's like, let her have the baby and figure, you know, like, yeah, she is a brat. 99% of teenage girls are brats. 99% of teenage guys are brats. Like, it's just, it is what it is. But she definitely does get, like, a bad edit. But a lot of it is, like, <laughs> like, well, I want this and it's going to be my way or the highway. And, like, that, but, again... <laughs> And like you said, like, when the baby comes, like, reality will set in and, you know, she'll have to figure things out and there there you go. But was it, was it with her, there was something funny in one of the interviews, like, was it with her and her mom? Can you go into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, first... She just as her, she's meeting with her mom after they got into a fight at their baby shower um and <laughs> she's like you should have taken some birthing classes and I was like okay well a little late on that one but that's fine sure. like um and then she she said I'm just gonna wing it which I'm actually kind of on her side because any birth plan that you have is always going to be wrong because something weird happens so I'm kind of on her side but then Jenna said, <laughs> Jesus didn't need to read a book, which, uh, before that, even before that, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to wing it. It's not like there's a book on parenting and her mom's <laughs> like, there are many. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then she says, well, Jesus didn't need to read a book. And then her mom like looked at her and like, you could see like it hit her like, okay, Jesus didn't have babies. And she's like, well, actually Mary didn't need to read a book. And her mom responds with, well, Mary didn't know she was going to have a baby to which Jenna responds. Neither did I. Oh, the way it came full circle. (laughs) That was incredible. (laughs) Just incredible. My favorite line was the like there there aren't any books. It's like that's an entire industry and you will soon learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there aren't any books on parenting. I totally forgot that that's what started the the conversation. That is so funny. <laughs> and you know, that's funny what you say like yeah, like winging it is like what will happen. But I, I forget, was she, like, expressing anxiety about how it would go down? Like, do you think that even though, you know, your plan is not going to end up happening the way you think, do you think it's worth it to just, like, ease your mind? <laughs> yeah, I 
I don't know. That's a good question. Now that I was going to say 100%, yeah, like you should know what to ex- sort of what to expect. But on the other hand, like there is a lot of like um, push back to some books that go like, here's everything that could go wrong and mm. and giving yourself more anxiety. I, I feel like Jenna lies on the side of, of like... <laughs> I think any parent watching is just like, who boy, does she, what's going to come her way? Yeah. <laughs> she going to learn. <laughs> yeah. And it's not to say that she won't, like. Oh, I think she very much will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a shock. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about her name choice. Which I don't have a problem with the name. It's fine. So she wants to name the baby Luca, and apparently, and it seems like Aiden does not does not like the name. Okay. But one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite things that she said was that they like that her was it her parents or Aiden's parents don't like it because Aiden's brother has a cat named Luca. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, what, am I supposed to know, like, what everybody's animals' names are? Like, and I, I agree. Like, at what point do you cut it off and just be like, this is a name? You know, like, at, I mean, like, at what point do you say, like, I don't care if, you know, you have a cousin whose best friend is named whatever, like. Yeah. It, it is weird when you're trying to name a child though like how many you realize like how many people you're, you're like no I don't want that because I hate that person <laughs> I mean I was gonna say like did you know like um people with your son's names um no not no I don't no we did not name them after anyone nor like do I can I think off the top of my head of anyone I knew with their names um I did though make sure before I named them that I googled the name um because our last name Mason is like pretty is obviously like a really common last name and I was really scared that there would be like you know a notorious serial killer from Canada that I'd never heard of knowing you would be like you'd have heard of him yeah (laughs) true 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 but you never know you never know yeah yeah but uh yeah Luca I mean gosh uh I I could be um what am I trying to say just basically it's solid I think yeah I don't I don't think it's a bad name she I thought she was going to reveal some sort of like you know very um like you know (laughs) I don't know what the word is but you know like for a while like older older like maybe older millennials, maybe even like Gen Zers, we're, we're going real wild with the name. And then I think like we've come back around where we're back to normal. I thought she'd be more on the like, you know, Kaylee spelled K-A-E-Y-L-E-E kind of kind of name. I, exactly where I saw that going. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. racing myself. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, Luca, like we can do that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to any Kaylee spelled weird. I, I, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, but like, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think like she'll be, they'll, whatever. I mean, Luca seems fine. I mean, I guess <laughs> I'll say like, I would hope that, you know, if Aiden doesn't like it, that they can come up with something they both like. Yeah, yeah. I think though that if if you have watched this show, the theme is that what Jenna wants, Jenna gets. <laughs> so well, like that's yeah, it's yeah. probably gonna be named Luca, is, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um oh what I the only there was one other thing um that I forgot to say during Mirka and Ethan. Um there was a one quick interview where he said um that she dilated to 10 inches and Mirka was just like, Oh my God, 10 inches, 10 centimeters. And he was like, Oh, oh centimeters, centimeters. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and she was so cute being like, Oh my God. Like, 
like she said something in Spanish and I don't remember what she said, but it was like, it was just so funny and cute. And he was like, Oh, centimeters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anything else we, well, wait, I just want to say that we are also rooting for Jenna and (laughs) for me, huh? I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them, but I do want to him to clean up his attitude a little bit. All right. Fair, fair enough. You know what? They're both going to have some serious updates to make. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And I look forward to the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything else I missed? Well, can I ask a weird question? Please do. Like, I don't know how I would answer it, even though there's clearly a difference. But so like, how would you describe the difference between like this and like 16 and pregnant? Um, <laughs> you know, like, cause yeah. I was asking myself that and it's like the general concept is the same, but, yep. um, I think that the editing of the show where we, uh, um, I think the editing of the show where we get like a lot of insight from other people like makes it a little less judgy um like I think it's again it's really easy to watch these shows and be like oh this this woman is such a brat and I can't believe she's acting that way and I think this show at least attempts to give the perspective of how difficult it is um, I don't know how well it succeeds because I think like a casual viewer would be like, oh God, these kids. Ugh. Um, but I think that MTV show didn't have as much um, insight into like the family. Like maybe Teen Mom is a little closer where you get sort of the the more troublesome aspects. But I think like if you look at like Twitter, people are way more harsh and rude to the Teen Mom ladies than than this show and i don't know what why necessarily but well and uh yeah because you know teen the teen mom like producers would say like you know this show is on so that you get like a real look and and you you do but like it's still like mtv yeah they still like want the drama and that's not even to say that TLC doesn't either but they're like I think they're just um balanced differently on the same like they're both on the spectrum of like showing a a real uh situation and like wanting drama but like one's over here more and one's over here like I don't know yeah, it's it's hard to like articulate the difference, but I I also think that like um that the casting probably plays a role in it a bit because I think like if you look at the the people that they cast for for Teen Mom um taking from 16 and Pregnant, they obviously chose the more volatile f- people, the more um drama filled folks and and that's it is what it is i mean like the ethics of reality tv are are a a long and complicated (laughs) history (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so i think it's like hopefully doing a better job of that but i don't know i mean in the end they all want to make money by showing drama right but (laughs) don't make me think of the ethics of this dana I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my bad. That's my bad. Yeah, I think I don't know. I do. You, did you watch like Sixteen and Pregnant and Teen Mom and stuff? Um. Yeah, I watched some Teen Mom, but I'll say you know it's what, like. I didn't even mean for that question to like make us consider the ethics, but just to be like, you know, like the show has been done in a way, like what makes this different? It was just something I was thinking about, but yeah, I've seen some teen mom. Yeah. I fell off of it, but I feel like every time I see a commercial, I'm like, ah, I should get back into that. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel that way. But you know, I'm I'm all about like the original four. You're a Teen Mom OG fan. Yeah, yeah. Although they added a woman to Teen Mom OG who was not an OG and also wasn't a teen when she had her ch- child. So it's interesting. <laughs> Seems bizarre. Doesn't really check any of the boxes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love the original four. Um, that's what I would want to get back into. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good segue. Will you continue to watch this show? No. <laughs> I'll ask you for updates, like, but I'm not gonna watch it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, what could you hear that? A motorcycle? <laughs> okay, so we live in Milwaukee. Sometimes exceptionally loud motorcycles go past. It's a Big Harley city, baby. Yep. Have you ever heard an ambulance on my end? Because I live near a hospital and so Oh no, I don't think I don't so. Like I don't even hear it anymore. <laughs> we we used to live on a bus line and like in the summertime when our windows were open, people would be like, Oh my god, how can you handle that? And we're like, Oh, I don't even notice it anymore. It's just totally. like white noise in the background at this point. But you can get used to anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything. <laughs> so um wh- what do you have to plug this week? Oh, I, you know, in April, like later, I'm going to have stuff, but I still don't. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I hope this is okay with you. Yes. But me and Greg Bach are starting a podcast as well, but it's totally different. (laughs) Totally different. What if it was the same? It, but it's called uh, the Depressed Box, but it's about baseball. And opening day is uh, April first. No fooling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's about baseball, and and like it's not about stats. It's about the feelings. The feelings of baseball. That's interesting. Are, do you think you'll go to an in-person game this year? I think so. I was just at an in-person Bucks game. Yeah. So, I think so. I can't wait to go again. Ugh. I, it was so weird to have a full summer of no baseball, like not going to a baseball game. It was so strange. And I'll tell you what, just at the Bucks game, doing it like in this pandemic, amazing not sitting physically by people outside of your party. Amazing. Yeah, that does sound great. God, God, I loved it so much. Can I tell you one time I got to sit in like an actual like box at at the Brewers and it was the greatest experience of my life because you don't have to share. You have like your personal bathroom. They they stock the place with food and beverage. It was amazing. Right. It's not getting any better than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'll never probably sit in one again, but still it was so amazing. <laughs> oh, Yeah the tops <laughs> all right well thank you so much dana check out the the depressed box yep all right wherever you get your podcast you can follow dana on twitter and instagram at airhead yep ehr underscore head us at on twitter at to underscore pod and on instagram at welcome to reality mke thanks so much dana thank you nicole <laughs>